the Miami Grand Prix. Sun celebrities, safety cars, turning races on their heads. Max Verstappen takes his third win of the season in dominant fashion. Welcome back to the to episode one nine three of the Formula One Grid Talk podcast, and today we're here to discuss the Miami Grand Prix. My name is Owen Medford, and joining me we have Carl King from the Monkey Seat Podcast. Hello, James Tiller from Everything F One. Hey, and making his Grid Talk debut is Warren Shaw from the Paddock Pals F One Podcast. How's it going? Uh, first, uh, before we get into the show, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, we w- we would love it if you could take five to leave us a five star re- rating on Spotify or a five star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll shout out all of you who do to say thanks. And if you're one of the ninety nine sixty nine percent of people who aren't yet subscribed to the channel, please consider help consider helping us out with a like and subscribe. So as I mentioned earlier, obviously it was a dominant win for uh, Max Verstappen, um, taking it from thir- taking his Red Bull from third on the grid to a you know a, a slightly slightly tumultuous and uh, and a, a little bit tricky win, uh, but ultimately it's ended up looking easy um, by the end of it. Um, I just want to go to you, uh, Warren. First, obviously it's the uh, the first race of two this year in uh, in in America, and I'm going to get sort of an American's perspective uh, on uh, on the race and. Uh, and what you sort of thought of it, and uh, what you where you think this could take F one, um, with obviously the sort of drive to survive uh, level of interest that's now been generated after last year. Um, do you think this is sort of a kickstart, you know, a hockey stick moment for for F one to go off the charts? I think, yeah, I think so. So I was at the race in Austin last year, and I I thought last year was like the Kickstarter of it because there were, I think what, 400,000 people there over the weekend, 140,000 for the race. And that was like, okay, this is the big time. But then Miami, I mean, Miami's Miami. It's, this was off the charts, Miami off the charts, America. Like they could have everything about America is branded and everything like they could have branded so much more stuff. Like, I mean, I thought they could have, I was joking that they're going to have next year, like, the DRS zones are going to be sponsored by like Miller Lite, but like beer, like they're going to figure out a way to get more money in this America stuff. But no, I think that this is a big, I think this is a big thing. This is like the Kickstarter, obviously Vegas next year. I will say, I think Vegas is going to make Miami look like nothing when it comes to the celebrities and everything. But yeah, I think this is going to be a kickoff. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed that they're not there. I'll tell you what, all the, a bunch of athletes I follow on Instagram, they were there. And I think when, when, they show and a bunch of influencers were there. You see like, Oh, this looks really cool. Like people are, you know, what is that? What is that? Maybe they'll get to it. But yeah, no, I think this is going to be a big, uh, even a more of a Kickstarter um, going forward. I could say one thing. So we were talking earlier about the sky broadcast. So three 30 Eastern time on Sunday afternoon is like main NBA um the main NBA slot, and they always put it on ABC, which is over the network air. This, this for today, they had an NBA game at three thirty. They put that to cable and put the F one race instead of the NBA game that would normally wow. be on over the air, so everybody could see it. So the F one took they Disney and ABC decided, hey, we want the Miami Grand Prix on over the NBA game on on our network, which I thought was a pretty substantial move that. I don't think like three years ago would have been that would have happened at all. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. I I had no idea. That's uh, that's obviously a huge, <laughs> a lot more eyeballs on F one, um, which is excellent for us to see because uh, 
obviously we love F1, um, but also you know it's in a it's, I, you know I, I kind of feel bad for them actually because uh, up until about the first two thirds of the race it was a uh, for me it was a, a little bit boring it was starting to peter out and uh, and then it just it got flipped on its head really uh, didn't it Carl with um, Obviously, uh, I believe it was yeah Pierre Pierre Gasly making a mistake, having an issue, and uh, yeah, I, I don't quite know. Obviously, Pierre, there was something. I I think he had something wrong with his steering or something. Um, that's what it sound like and uh, and looked like. And then obviously, I don't. He pulling out, and I, he obviously didn't look to his left at all. And Lando just went skidding into him um but i don't think even lando really knew what happened either because he he was apologizing um initially there i think it did flip it on its head but i don't think it flipped on its head as much as everyone almost wanted to the restart was pretty tame in the end um and it didn't have that jeopardy and yes there was a bit of a the clerk um verstappen fight that happened there but i don't think once once that that it basically it's ferrari has to get um verstappen in the first three laps otherwise it's game over because they he verstappen pulls away so unless there is a safety car in the last three laps of a race like this at the moment leclerc is never going to take we're never going to win a race against verstappen who's going to last into the final if that makes sense yeah, I think I, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, Red Bull have ma- managed to, to, you know, as as Christian Horner said earlier in the season, managed to take a unreliable car and make it uh, a fast unreliable car and uh, and make it reliable, um, rather than take an unreliable uh, it's a reliable mm. car and make it fast. Um, which is what which is what Ferrari have. They've got a very reliable car there, and a very good car, but it's not fast. It it has its moments of being in the corners, but it's not straight line fast. Yeah, it's just that five percent off, I guess, if we were to put it in percentage terms. Um, James, do well, you it's think twelve that... miles off. It's twelve. Well, it's twelve extra miles. It's DRS off. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. You open the DRS and the, and the Red Bull's still going. <laughs> <laughs> James, do you think the, um, the the sort of balance of the season is starting to? I know it's early doors, obviously, and it's going to change before we get back to you know back to European soil. But do you think it's starting to tip towards Max Verstappen at this point? Obviously, it was a very strong start for Shell, but it's it's just starting to move. The, the needle's moving away at this point, would you say? Yeah, it is. It's it's worrying, actually, um, I'll be honest. Uh, if it wasn't for Red Bull's unreliability, um, where would they now be in the championship? Uh, I think they'd probably be, probably be in the lead. Obviously, we know that Ferrari is a quick car. It's not as quick as the Red Bull, as, uh, as uh, Carl's just mentioned, especially on the straights. Um, it's good at cornering. Um and it's got two fantastic drivers in. You've got Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc. Um, I just think, yeah, I think if Red Bull hadn't had those two, uh, you know, to, to, to DNS for uh, for Max, I know this is like ifs and buts and what you, you can't really say this, this sorts of things. But um, I, I'd, I'd hate to, to think how one-sided the championship would be at this point. Um, but we're fortunate it's not that way at the moment and hopefully that means that it's given Ferrari the buffer it needs to kind of sort out that speed maybe they can work on it and find some upgrades Um, but I did uh, watch the uh, interview with interview with uh, Christian Horner I'll get the right person it's late here Uh, it's late Uh, I watched the interview with Christian Horner after the race and uh, he said you know we've got quite a big upgrade package coming 
um later in the year that kind of makes you think wow that 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 could be obviously i know every every team's going to have an upgrade package but if the fastest car of the year is getting an upgrade that's that, that that's going to be substantial for them as well so it, it's catch-up time for ferrari they've got that buffer hopefully that buffer is enough to keep them in the lead uh or at least keep them level pegging um uh, before they bring their own upgrades in basically yeah. Um, otherwise, it's sort of uh, it could it could get very very boring very very quickly. It could um, be one sided. Could could be Mercedes uh, two thousand sixteen to two thousand and twenty one uh, again, but for Red Bull instead. But let's hope not. I, as, I think these cars. What these cars have proven is that you know that the concept is is a good concept. Uh, the cars can follow each other. They can you know put them in positions to overtake. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, with with the development coming from both sides, all all teams are going to be developing. Uh, hopefully, it can at least two teams can stay in contention throughout the whole season. Yeah, of course, and I think it's going to ever flow. I think that's 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 only going to be natural. Um, someone who's else's someone else's performance uh, actually sort of ebbed and flowed was Charles Leclerc, Warren, um, who. You know, just, uh, as, as has been said, you know, looked fairly racy at the start of the race, uh, petered off uh, towards the middle, um, and but you know, seemed really seemed to come back at Max Verstappen, uh, if not for just dropping out the DRS range um, towards the final few laps. Um, that's that has sort of heartening in some way, not heartening, I guess, but like uh, encouraging in some ways to see that he could st- he could stay so close, um, even though you know he had a couple of laps older tires, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think for sure. I think the where I thought that he kind of might have lost at his big chances. I I can't remember what lap it was. Maybe they're like four laps ago. He when they were going under like the overpasses, he took a lot of curb on that one. You could see, and he just kind of. I thought that's where he kind of lost the real attack there, maybe. But yeah, no, I think it's hardening. He's he's obviously he's not going to back down. He's gonna he's gonna try and go as much as he can. But as you guys have been saying, they just don't have the straight line speed, and he's. I mean, he, he, he got a second chance pretty much with the safety car. He tried to make the most of it. He just came up a little bit short. I don't think that – I don't think that that's anything you can hang your hat on. I, I it's – it's he's he's got the talent. I don't know. He's just – he doesn't have the speed of the car right now in the straight line. I think that's a little – it's just like, as you guys have been saying, it's – Red Bull has the fastest car, and he's just doing what he's – he's doing what he's doing out there. He's driving well. It's just like, all right, this he's kind of got a hand tied behind his back. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think that's kind of odd to see. Personally, um, I always remember the days when Ferrari used to be the fastest in a straight line, and it didn't matter wh- what year it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that didn't really sort of seem to matter for Carlos Sainz, who um, I think most people would have said was going to be swallowed up, particularly in the in the last portion of the race um, by Sergio Perez, Carl. Um, but the kind of performance that he showed um, it, it, is that a sort of resurgence for Carlos? Uh, do you know what? I think it wasn't so much a resurgence for Carlos, but a failing on Perez. I think that was more the issue there, was that Perez didn't chase him down enough. Um, And Sainz was lonely in the middle there, just floating around. He couldn't keep up with Leclerc and uh, Verstappen. Um, Was 17 seconds behind or something, was it, at one point? He was floating around. Seven seconds behind, sorry. He was floating around and just wasn't you know, being in no man's land on his own, had a, quite a lonely race. Um, and even when he did have some company, Perez just couldn't put it past him. So I don't think it was signs being amazing. I think it was Perez being possibly a bit rubbish in some ways. 
Or Perez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want to... I'm, I'm going to move on to Perez, because I, I think... I mean, I you know, I kind of go around the room a bit, but I think that would have been any like you look at that from for for, for the last few years. You'd say right, so they've got he's got three guys ahead of him who are on what twenty lap old tires, something like that. Sergio Perez gets a brand new set of I think mediums, uh, mm-hmm. and then doesn't manage to pass them. I know the circuit layout is somewhat prohibitive to doing that. Yeah, but you've got to remember also he had that the sense of five failure that he had to turn off, which which uh, Christian Horner claims would would have dropped them around about uh, twenty kilowatts per hour uh, speed uh, deficit to the front, so to the to the cars in front. So yeah, he didn't he didn't perform great, but he uh, damaged limitations. He he got where he needed to be. Um, he couldn't overtake. He obviously did that. He did did he did try um, to, to. I can't remember what he corner it, what corner he did, um, but. He, he just had to be, you know, there to swallow the, as many points as he could uh, for the team, really. Um, it, it can't be helped when you do have those sorts of mechanical failures. I'm, I'm sure he's hoping that, that that's something that they can uh, clear up by the uh, by the next race, certainly. As his engineers, though, they've got the problem because he, Checker is constantly going, I just look at my timings! Look at my timings! No, Everything's fine, Checker. Everything's fine. Just like, I'm slowing down. <laughs> it's the toe. No, it's, I'm, I'm nowhere near anyone. I know. Oh, yeah. It, it, that was embarrassing. Someone, someone informed the engineers what's going on. <laughs> they should. They should listen to their driver. Uh, he, he was. He was spot on. Uh, there was a, clearly a mistake. Uh, clearly, clearly a, a fault with the car. Sorry. Um, and after looking, they they worked out what it was. They told him to fail that sensor, and but that mean, meant he lost obviously a lot of power. So he was probably outperforming what the ability of the car was given the fact that they lost 20 kilowatts per hour or whatever yeah definitely uh okay yeah um i'd have thought that we, uh, personally my, my thinking was with, with with the straight line speed advantages they had uh they could probably lose the 25 kilowatts or, or, sorry, <laughs> or 30 horse 20 kilowatts or 30 horsepower or whatever and be fine with it but apparently not i'm not a formula one driver it seems he, he's, uh, the, he's the mexican mexican minister of defense not offense so uh <laughs> that, that's that's what he did today. He was he just had to obviously sit there. Either and make either, sure. either either argument still puts signs still not that being that great, you know, <laughs> not actually doing anything useful and just being a bit mediocre in the middle there. He'll get on. He'll, he'll get in that car later in this year. Come on, Carlos. I I, I believe in you, man. Oh, I really do. I wish he would because I really like Carlos. I'd, I'd definitely be a supporter of him. I just feel like he just wasn't all there today for some reason. Mm. Yeah, definitely. He, he did. Oh, sorry. I was, he looked just. I was going to say all the drivers, but him especially looked just worn out from the whole race. Like you're at the end, he was just like. I mean, he really looked like of out of all the drivers, they showed like the most worn out, like out physical by that by the race today. I mean, yeah, these, te- these temperatures are really hot, aren't they? Sorry, Wayne. I, 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 I'm butting in again. I do apologize. <laughs> these temperatures are really hot. It kind of take take it takes you back to kind of like. You know, Singapore. Know, yeah, Singapore type hotness. But I mean, that's a night race. What about what about Malaysia? If you can think back that far, I'm I'm old enough to to know uh, <laughs> and to have witnessed a I'm lot. Not of that young. It's 2017. That was the last time it was on the calendar. <laughs> well, you know, for, uh, for the, for the drive to survive fans that are watching, <laughs> I'll tell you the Austin race last year. The Austin race last year was like 90 degrees. It was swelter. It was so hot. It was. Mm. 
I mean, I can tell you, I was, it was so, it was hot for a late October there, 90s sun, it was, it was, it was bad. Yeah, absolutely, it's sort of, a, it's a similar track actually, it's sort of in layout of, uh, not in layouts, I guess, but in sort of terms of corners and uh, and what you have to do, so it's no wonder that everyone looked a bit sort of uh, worn out, I guess, after the race. Um yeah, after uh, we've moved down into sort of the best. Of, I, I can't believe I'm calling Mercedes be, best of the rest, but I think it's it's just indicative of their season. Um, better than you maybe would. Oh, sorry, better than they would have hoped based on uh, the last race um, with George Russell uh, coming in uh, in fifth uh, and uh, Lewis Hamilton in sixth. I mean, that was, we saw a, sort of a bit of a battle between those two uh, on track, Warren. Um, that's kind of. You know, do you think is is that indicative of things to come, or is is that just you know that, that those two are having a having a bit of a fight while while they can? I hope it's a sign of things to come. I'll tell you what, I think George must be sitting on a horseshoe every every race. I think he's got he's been the luckiest driver so far on the grid. Every time he's begging for a safety car, he gets something out there. And look, credit to him, like they're they're hoping for it, they get it. But man, he has been so lucky, and I. I actually like that they they let them race. I did think it was funny when they were doing the team radio. Like Lewis was like, "Oh, George is going to pass me pretty easily." They had a nice little battle. That was fun to see. But yeah, I, I hope it's something they can see. I think that we look. I think we need them to get up there to make things a little more interesting. If you get a three team fight, that would everybody would like to see that instead of two. Add, add more to the bunch. But yeah, hopefully we see some more racing between them. And I just think George he he had the better strategy. He got lucky. That's what it ended up being. Yeah, 100%. Uh, 12th on the grid to 5th place. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, not so great, obviously, and he'll, he'll be ruining that. Start, started as, in the same place he finished and was obviously a bit dejected in the um, in the interview. Do you think he was... But, yeah, do you think he was a bit sort of uh, unprofessional with the way that, he, that those, there were those outbursts on the radio? It sort of gives, it gives me uh, flashbacks to back in sort of 2009-2010 uh, when it wasn't going so well for Lewis in the McLarens. I will say I wasn't watching F1 in 2009, 2010, so I cannot say that. But I will say, to me, it seems like Lewis, they all complain on the radio, but it seems like Lewis this year in particular has maybe brought that complaints up a little bit. Maybe that's me. I don't know. But it seems like he's been complaining about strategy a lot this year. And maybe it's unprofessional, if you want to call it. I, I don't know. I think it's just him seeing he, – look, he hasn't been consistently beaten. And he's seeing that George is pulling off better results than him, and he's in a new position right now. And he's 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 def- he's trying to figure out how to cope with George George getting better results lately. And he's he's having a tough time doing that. So if that means complaining about strategy on the radio, he's going to do that. I I think that's what it comes down to. I think we've got to forgive kind of comments made at however two hundred and whatever miles per hour that they're they're traveling. You know the adrenaline's pumping. They're going to be upset. They're going to be annoyed. You know, you, you've heard it in the, in the first couple of races with Max Verstappen. He sounded stressed. You know, in the first couple of races, he was really having a go down the radio. Um, you, you've got to forgive that sort of thing. Uh, at, the, at the speeds that they're traveling uh, in the middle of, you know, fights with their competitors, they're going to say things that aren't necessarily... Oh, Bearing yeah. in mind these are in context as well, and the little tiny snippets which Sky have chosen, or who not Sky, whoever the on high the world um, feed, the, yeah, the broadcast feed has chosen, and 
you know, and we had everyone was complaining about Max last year, you know, and all his little tant- temper tantrums. You know, now it's going to be Hamilton because he's now not the flavor of the month because he's not, you know, the the going for his eighth championship or whatever it is. You know, we are going to have that as well. He's the underdog, and the underdog is always going to be a bit snappier. Agreed. And you've got to forgive them that, I think. Yeah. Let them have a whinge. Who Not- cares? I don't even think it was such a harsh whinge today. He's like, yeah, you know, I was really unlucky with the strategy today. That's that's not really a whinge. That's, that's a put, put his stated fact for there. You know, he was he, the, the strategy sucked for him because the the late kind of uh, virtual safety car, and then Russell was Russell called it. He said, you know, let's let's eat, eat these tires out as, as much as we could. Fair play to him. You know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, it's probably just uh, just uncharacteristic for uh, for Lewis Hamilton to be losing so, uh, so much right now. Yeah. Um, finishing just behind him, we have uh, we have Valtteri Bottas, who, uh, in my opinion, threw away what was going to be quite a good result, uh, Carl. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he. Th- yeah, it's he 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 binned it, you know, and um, and just. That the Mercs through, um, which ironically was the Mercs behind him, which I found hilarious. Of all the cars that could have been behind him, the two. I he heard both of them. over the uh, Valtteri, it's James over the radio. Like, <laughs> just, just phantom. He just like thought he heard it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Coming through. Um, yeah, I. It was an. I think it was an innocent mistake. He was fighting quite hard, and I don't. I he just came off the line slightly, and those marbles just took him I mean took him literally it, it must be feel like you actually are on proper marbles you know and a, a, a load of BBs you know just rolling around on that um, track once once you're off the main line there um, they were saying I, can, I couldn't quite work out and I don't think anyone else can work out whether it's the track whether it's the tyre deck why things aren't being taken off um, and why this is this track is worse than any other Um but either way, I think it was a tiny little accident. And bearing in mind, quite a few people, and there was quite a few yellow flags that got thrown out and then instant greens as people did slide off the track in random places. I just think he just got caught with the timing and the two cars he had behind him. Um, unfortunately, I think Bottas is on a great streak at the moment. And, and I'm, I think he's actually... It's really invigorated him going to Alpha, and I think it's a really good thing. And he's he's almost no. If if he was young, you'd be saying he's one to watch for the future. If that makes sense, you could sort of, you can always go. Oh my god, this guy's got potential. He's just not in the right car. Uh, the irony there, but you know, if he was um, Joe or something, you'd be like, yeah. It, but Joe, you know, um, but he didn't have the sport of Joe as well. Not that he overly has it. With uh, when he's out there, so I don't think that helped either. Yeah, exactly. I just didn't, just didn't, didn't end up going his way, and uh, and, and obviously deserved to pick up the pieces. Where mm. oh, his old teammate, his old sorry, <laughs> yeah, his old teammates, yeah. uh, well, his old teammate, and the guy that took his job. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a kick in the teeth, that. But he looked like he was coming back, so you know, I take your point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort just of a force of habit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So the 44 is just like better pull over. <laughs> uh, 
Um, someone who didn't pull over all race was uh, Esteban Ocon, who has gone from a cracked chassis. He's he sort of managed to... And a cracked it. neck and cracked body, supposedly. I'm not even sure, quite sure what happened to him. That I hadn't quite heard about. But James, he's uh, he's managed to get it to eighth place, which is, you know, four points. Um, and he's finished ahead of his... Uh, ahead of his uh, let, me, let me say it again. Two-time world champion, for <laughs> Fernando Alonso, uh, finishing behind Esteban Ocon, um, who didn't have a... You know, who, who had a fairly normal sort of key, uh, qualifying um, appearance, basically. Yeah, first, I, I want to comment about that barrier. I mean, you've got drivers complaining uh, before the race, you know, we need to sort this barrier out. It's, it's a concrete barrier. Uh, and, and we've had a 51G impact from Ocon. Um, which is the same G levels, G force levels as uh, Max Verstappen took in Silverstone, uh, and then the FIA are like, "No, nah, it's fine. Go and race there. It's it's not going to be a problem." And you've got all these drivers complaining. I really do think, and I'm shocked that um, Formula One didn't do anything about it at the FIA. I um, think so there there was that's, a my, reason. that's my little mini protest. I think there was a reason with that. Like, if you put Tech for Barry out, you would have had to put it so far around because of the way they angle that that thing otherwise you're just going to have a point within the tech bar which is going to cause more trouble yeah than actually and and that was their that was their underlying i think that was the fia's underlying issue you would have then had to bring it around the corner and that then the previous corner would have been very tight yeah it would it would have tightened up the whole track obviously it's it's a full kind of remodel but the certain there's certainly next could, year absolutely yeah, they need to sort that, it out you know, it's, it should have been thought about beforehand. I was say, is it? Yeah, I don't think is is there would have had to have been a remodel, an excuse when you've just built this track from scratch. <laughs> yeah, but people is. don't think. You know, when you when you're building a house, you don't quite think of where the plug sockets are going to go until you live in that house for a while, you and, and suddenly realise like, oh, everything's in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's sometimes you need to. It's like it's like it's bearing way. It's like a rookie driver, you know, putting a rookie driver into a car and sending them off. Going, yeah, you're grand. You're you're a driver. You know, you've still got, uh, you know, the, it's a rookie track, and we need to know how this track works to make it safe. And but there's no test races there. It's not like that's mm. the problem with these street races. There's no test races to be really trying out where the issues are. Yeah, I mean, as I say, he, he, he managed to come, come into the race and he had a, a good race. I, I can't remember many manoeuvres from him, and, I, and I'll apologise for that. Maybe I just blinked and missed it, because obviously the, the action was very few and far between, let's be honest, for a, a, the majority of the race. So it's great that he was there. Um, I can't really say anything amazing about him, um, but I'm impressed that he he t- he dust- picked himself up, dusted himself off after that accident uh, and managed to get ahead of the two-time world champion Fernando Alonso. I'll be honest, I'm assuming he probably profited off a safety car and the uh and the, and the sort of that that long run strategy on the hard seeming to pay off because it did look like there were tire warm-up issues on it, but it did last once you got it going. Mm. Um We've got Fernando Alonso then in uh, ninth place, who was a bit in the wars, I think. Um, I can't really tell you because the TV direction was all over the place. But um, <laughs> yeah, Couldn't that, wasn't it? yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he's made it to ninth place for him, which is obviously good for uh, Alpine's prospects in the standings, isn't it? Yeah, I'm part of that. We're still those jokes, right? Land jokes. Um, I feel like, is it me? It feels like the Alpine, he really gave it in Australia. But it's, 
like he could get a lot more out of the car. Maybe, maybe it's just to say like, oh, we could eat. I'm just thinking of the Australian. He could have gone 30, but all this and he crashed in qualifying was all that. It seems like to me he got a little bit more out of it. But ninth, I guess, looks fine. He's in the midfield. Like he's always going to attack. It's, it's just anytime I think he gets points, it's obviously that they're having a, a doubling. But I was to the talk of like he can maybe he's going to crack the top something. Just top maybe podium. I don't know. It's not. I would like to see him do it. Just maybe. Maybe I'm hearing the wrong things. I don't know. Yeah, I lost you a little bit there because of the internet connection. I'm really sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, nice. No, sorry about that. Oh, it's honestly no, don't worry. It's, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's a little bit late, and uh, and I think everything's sort of clapping out a little bit here. Um, but yeah, ninth place, uh, obviously fairly good for the Fernando Alonso. Afterwards, we have um, someone sort of redeeming themselves, and uh, and I think getting. William, some of the some of their best most recent points for finishes to date is Alex Albon after a year out. Carl, um, is actually it seems to have managed to get him uh, all the way up to tenth place. Do you know what Albon? I, I hated Albon. I, I'm still not the biggest fan of Albon, but I hated Albon. He never knew how wide his sodding car was, and he drove me sodding mental. Uh, not last season, the season before. Um, I'm famously on record many times. <laughs> slating the poor lad um and the fact the man thinks that dyeing your hair is going to give you points um just proves how wacko he is um it but worked, didn't it? it it worked which is even more annoying it um, yeah it worked so uh i look he's i think do you know what happened i think he went away he needs to get out of that red bull um pen of hell um get take the year out and i think him training up um yuki snoda who i couldn't even tell you if he was in this race or not uh, but him training up yuki um gave him the guidance himself and i think it was probably the best idea sometimes you learn but as they say in the medical field isn't it uh see one do one train one you know he's seen one he's done one he's trained one and you know and he suddenly becomes a better person because of it. Um, and I think he's really progressing and the Williams car isn't the shit wagon that it was last year. Um, so I think we're progressing. I think Williams is progressing. Um, Latifi can just go and do one as well. Um, but I think Alban can drive. I don't think he's the greatest driver. He's never going to win a world championship. He'll barely win a race. Um, even if he was in the right car, James wants to say something. I can tell. Yeah, but he—I he, I like Albon personally. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm an Albon kind of. I'm not going to say like super fan. Is it because I'm, he's I'm English? Albon, <laughs> yeah, well, I, that, that's my, Thai, my British English. bias. But you know, Fish. British Thai bias. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I—he I, was just very lucky today, wasn't he? That that Mick and Sebastian came together. Let's let's be honest. It wasn't it wasn't uh, through through kind of him getting to that position himself there was there was other other things at play i think you could say that about quite a few about any the thing is with that whole middle field it will always be about the way the game the cards land um because it that it's such an open field that middle field and the fact that williams is in that middle field if even you know of obviously there was the issues in the way that the 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 cards fell ahead uh, the cards fell ahead of him 
but he was in the right place at the right time. It yeah. was like Ocon getting the win last year. You know, it was being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then, like, like I said, I'm not, not taking away from him, but he, he was very, very fortunate that the two Germans decided to, uh, to to give each other a bit of a love kiss. And you could <laughs> just tell the disappointment of Sebastian Vettel when it was that. A, oh, <laughs> why him? Anyone but him. <laughs> they're, they're certainly not going to be playing football in the paddock today. They're going to have to have, you know, a couple of days off uh, where they can reassess their friendship and uh, come back stronger, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, just outside the points, uh, we've got Lance Stroll. Who did did he do anything? I, I you know, for once, you I know go- what? I felt sorry no. for Stroll, and he I'll tell you, but hang on, just outside the point. This guy's just outside the point. He started in the pits for starters. He should have been sixth on the grid uh, originally. Do you know what? Stroll had a blind of a week weekend. I know he's just out of the point. I hate the idiot. As well, he's on my hate list, but um, fair play on him. I have to give him credit where it's credit due. He didn't do anything, but he did a lot better than he normally does. <laughs> I agree. I agree. He had a good. I think he had a good weekend. Uh, had they have not warmed that, that had they have warmed that fuel up uh, a, a little bit better uh, before the race, I think it would have been a, a you know a much different situation, much more different situation. But you know. These things happen, as you say, and uh, but he was he did well from coming from the back. I, I, I'll be honest; I'm still in awe that um, Aston Martin managed to mess up a thermostat. I won't be taking <laughs> them to do my uh, air conditioning recharge. <laughs> oh, have you got a spare Aston in the garage, Aaron? Oh, uh, no, I've got a Ford. Actually, I don't. Yeah. I don't even have a Ford, but <laughs> that joke would have worked twenty years ago. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I take your point. Uh, he made he had to yeah they had to start from the pit lane and that's uh, that's fairly good for Lance Stroll. And you know what? He didn't bid it into anyone. And that, to be honest, with it with the with that pit lane exit uh, and that start, I think is actually quite a uh, <laughs> it's actually quite an achievement. Yeah. Uh, um, I can't remember who I got round to at this point. Uh, Yuki Sonoda. Um, I, as far as I could tell, he didn't also didn't really do anything, but he did cause problems for someone during the race but I don't really remember who I don't think we saw it I think that was part of the problem I don't think even the sky um, yeah. Crofty knew was, who Snowda was causing problems for yeah 12th place um, pretty good uh, better than Gasly um, used his mirrors when people did go past him um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's that's Yuki Sonoda. He's he's looking, he's improving. It looks like he's getting into a more sort of more stable finisher. Um, he just needs a couple pe- more people to crash out in front of him, I guess. He's, he's uh, a lot calmer on the radio this year, which you know. I don't know. You didn't watch Friday practice then, did you? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. You're right, actually. Uh, no, yeah. The, during the race, then when it counts. Yeah, ju- just during the race. <laughs> uh, fr- fr- I was going to say Friday practice for anyone who missed it. Uh, Yuki Sonoda was asked how the car was. You know, bearing in mind that this is big change for F1, big year. Got to be developing the car. Got, got to get the setups right so you can obviously do well in the races. Um, and was asked how was the car doing, and he said, "Just uh, shut up, just let me drive." That's not great, personally. I'd say uh, in to- practice. Yeah, in right. practice. Yeah, in <laughs> practice. Well, see, you know, the, the time when you can develop the car and change the setup mm. and do things to make it better, rather than you know, in, it, maybe if he was, I don't know, holding off Daniel Ricciardo, 
just behind him. Uh, I could, I could, I could forgive him that, but um, in practice, I, I, I kind of, I kind of think that smacks of unprofessionalism, to be honest. Um, speaking of, we got Daniel Ricardo, who was in the wars, I think, a little bit. Uh, wasn't doing so great, and has only come home thirteenth, which is kind of not the place for. Uh, who are they? Power? Oh, who are they? McLaren? That's McLaren. Who they are. That's yeah, but he had team. a he had a great start. He made three places up at the start. Um, looked looked like he was being impressive, and then obviously fell off later in the race. Something happened to him. What happened to him? I can't remember. Something happened to him. <laughs> there must have been something, but I can't remember what it was. I can't. It's too late for this. <laughs> Warren, do you know? Did anything happen to him? Was no, I don't know. I don't remember even really seeing him out there. I just oh, he's in thirteenth. There he is. Like I, we do a second our things. I forgot you existed. And I didn't really realize he was. Maybe he was. Did he get punished from the safety car? And that's I can't remember. That's entirely possible. He probably did. I'm gonna have to watch the highlights to work it out. Yeah, what happened to Ricardo? That's the big question. Maybe maybe some of our watchers could comment on the live stream. I don't know. Going to give us a hint. Please, please help. Please help us. We've <laughs> <laughs> given up. It, it's late. It's 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 late, and we didn't see it. And I think that there's nothing more. That, that you can be good. You can be a good race. You can have a great race, or you can have a bad race. You can't have a bland race. That's that's worse than anything else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> An unmemorable race is not going to win us. Spe- speaking of. Um, you know what? I'm I'm happy to say that Nicholas Sortifi is quite uh, is classified in 14th and not in a barrier. Wow. Isn't that amazing, Carl? Wow, wow! Well done, well done, Latifi. You got round the whole track and you actually didn't bid it. Is this the first time this season he's done that? Yeah, it is. It might it? be. I think yes, it might it be. Hold on, <laughs> that's worryingly. It might be. He's actually finished. Um, so now he's a proper classified racer then. Um, but yeah, it, that's mad. It's, um, he, I mean, he nearly caused a bit of a ruckus at one point um, or was involved in, who was it? There was the Magnuson, the Tifi, something. Oh, when Lando came out of the pits yeah. and there was that sort of little ruckus uh, that was going on. And bless him, he tried. He's he's the boy that did that tried, but he never does. Um, and yeah, like bless him, he's got to go. He's got to go. This he year. has this, these, these rumors. These rumors have got to come to fruition. It's got to be a mid-season swap. It doesn't uh, matter how big Daddy's money is. Watching yourself go round and fail and hit into walls is not going to gain any advantages. The damage that he's actually, uh, you know, racking up the bills that he's racking up must go over the amount that, he, that that he's paying into the team. Mm. They're not a massive sponsor, Lavazza. You know, they, they, they you know, Dorilton Capital, they've got so much money. They're not going to, they're not going to think, you know, oh, the 30 million that, you know, Nick, Nicholas yeah. Latifi's dad's putting into this, uh, this uh, drive for his son. Mm. He must have racked up 5 million of that himself in, in accidents at least yeah. this year already, if not more. Yeah, no, he's... Oh, yeah, Piastri. Bring Piastri in. Yeah, I think... I mean, Piastri doesn't come with any money, I don't think. If, uh, I, like, think but I think Alpine, Alpine would probably say, here you go, here's, here's a couple of quid. Uh, yeah. give, give our young driver a, a year Sweet. or so in your in your 
in your team. Yeah, um, I teach, think, him, teach I mean, him the ways of the force, and then bring him into. Uh, we'll bring I him think Piastri and Albon. Um, I don't think they ever raced together, but I think they would be a good team. Yeah, you know, do. teammates. I think Albon will have enough of a level head, and we know that Albon is a good teacher because we saw that with Snowder. Um, so, and I think uh, that will actually enhance Albon's um, driving himself, having a rookie below him and not Latifi. Imagine being Latifi's teammate. I think that's worse than being Latifi. <laughs> I mean, Latifi still not ahead of uh, Hulkenberg. I just look at the change of standings. He's still Hulkenberg is still ahead of him. Now I don't know how they do it. The no points is it highest finish on the season, but he's still behind Hulkenberg. He's twenty first. He's twenty first. Twenty first in a twenty uh, car. <laughs> twenty car race. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! Uh, Come on! Oh, he is. He is. Oh, yeah, because um, he finished thirteenth or something, didn't he? Yeah, I can't remember when when he got. It doesn't mean. Oh no, Hulkenberg finished two races, wasn't it as well? Um, So he's got to finish ahead of him twice, I think. Two races, races, I think. Yeah. Oh wow! Get get Hulkenberg in. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, he's he should. He should have been there compared to some of the people. He no, should have been there I before dis- I, I, I'm going to say I disagree with you there. I love Nico Hulkenberg, but he had his shot. Bring in some, <laughs> someone young. Piastri, this is why I'm saying Piastri. Oh, yeah, but this is like even... Uh, sorry, I'm talking two years ago when he should have been in and stayed in. Maybe had another know. year. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Hmm. Um. Next down the order, uh, we, we're now into the steps of people who um, who lost <laughs> bits <laughs> off their car. <laughs> Uh, we have Mick Schumacher um, throwing it up the inside uh, of Sebastian Vettel. Uh, I mean, the boy's got balls, hasn't he? I, I mean, it, is it is it bravery or is it stupidity? Because was was that ever going to be on like that that move? I mean, we we saw it just about work if you managed to sort of slightly outbreak yourself, but not so much that it went into the blue bit uh, over the end of the track. Um, Carl, the but, problem like, is it it I had worked before, hadn't it? I was going to say, but was it to me? It looked like a disappearing wedge. Uh, <laughs> and Vettel was always going to turn in, and then the radio call of that was my corner. I, you know, I get the point of it being in the heat of the moment, but I don't. I don't think that was ever on. And all it's done is probably, you know, slightly fractured a quite quite good relationship between the two drivers. I thought. Yes, that's my thinking. That was my thinking. <laughs> no one. Okay, right. <laughs> I, I guess I should have dropped that off to someone at least. But <laughs> <laughs> just but, yes, just yes, yes. That kiss and makeup. I'm sure. I'm sure. I thought he was trying to make. Well, it's, I, I don't know. It's not a really a good look for a house. You know, for an American car on on home soil, sort of. Um, to, to you know, to be dumping it in the on the inside of a you know of a, of a four-time world champion, and then and then complaining that well, well it's your fault instead. Um, Who they're meant to be, yeah, friendly and supportive of each other. So yeah, not yeah. I see. I, I see. It as, I see it as more of Sebastian's fault, actually, personally. But really, mm. I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm intrigued. Why? Well, I suppose that he wouldn't have anywhere to go. I'm guessing, James. What? 
Do you know what? Now, now you're questioning it. I, at the time, I was like, "No, this is this is definitely Sebastian's fault here." Um, but I, I think it was. I think it was Sebastian's fault. I don't know why, but watching it live when I watched it, I thought to myself, "That's more Sebastian's fault than it is." Uh, well, it's like, yeah, I suppose there's nowhere for him to go about Sebastian to go, and he's going on that line, and that's the obvious line, and then you don't throw it up the edge. You know, if someone's indicating to go left, you don't throw it up the edge. You know, and it was obvious he was going to go around there. You wouldn't go up the inside of him. You know, we'll say yeah. yes. We'll say that 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 is the case. But as I say I saw it at the time. I remember thinking at the time, and I can't remember now. So because it is, you know, half nearly half twelve or quarter past twelve. Oh Jesus, past midnight. Yeah. I forgot. Quarter past midnight in the UK where we're doing this. Uh, so I've uh, I've turned off half of my brain. Um, now, because it's already in hibernation mode or something. I apologise. Not looking so great. I don't think they're going to let us do this one again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, fair enough. That's a good, that's it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm willing to take that point. Um, I thought it was I thought it was uh, Mick's fault. Um, apparently, I, you know what? I'd have to I'd have to have a look at it again. I'm not. We'll watch the highlights and find out who we'll was, who, who was right and who was wrong. We'll edit yeah. in. Yeah. Um, after that, we've got Kevin Magnuson, and who has somehow managed to get a DNF, and I yeah. don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> don't... This is this is going really well. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, he's in right. He's in 16th place. He's completed 56 laps, and it just says DNF, and I don't know who he's hit. Wasn't it at the oh, end? Did, it at the he end? got black and white um, flags. Didn't he get black and white flags at the end? <laughs> no, someone drove into him at the end, I think. I'm trying to think who. Or am I thinking something something else? God, we only had, oh, there was. There was some instant had, on the last lap. Yes, there over was. Over an hour. There was. Who was it? It was. And they, ca- they came off much better and they, they finished the race. Yes. Oh, who was it? I can't remember, but there was something on the last lap yes. because that was the yellow flag on the last lap. No, the pole ultimate lap. There was a yellow flag. I just need and to work out in my brain who that was that did it. <laughs> Someone sent it up the inside and basically didn't turn. Oh, do you know what? I, I commented about it in my uh, in my in my chat. Let yeah. me see. Work out who it is. <laughs> I love this. This is really great. Oh, I'm gonna get flamed for this. <laughs> yeah. This is almost like a monkey seat podcast, Owen. <laughs> it's a bit messier than, I'll, than I'll the whole bit. I'll, I'll Maybe. You know what? You know what? No, no there up. you go. K make K Mag himself drove straight into Stroll. Stroll came. Uh, Stroll came off and was fine, but K Mag. Oh, that's it. There you go. Oh. That's right, why on. the DNF. I'm happened. crying with laughter. Brilliant. <laughs> you, you know what? Then Stroll has done incredibly well to get 11th place after being hit by K Mag. That's what yeah. we've said on the last lap. Yeah. He, he could just he, he just didn't turn. He, he didn't turn the corner. But we can't yeah. be praising Stroll anymore. <laughs> so yeah, we can. You know, you know what the worst part is. I just, I've just thought to myself. I've I've you know I remembered an hour ago. Think over an hour ago now. Thinking. You know what? That is the second time that a Haas has run into a, uh, an Aston Martin today. <laughs> I should have remembered that. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently I didn't because it's <laughs> boring. <laughs> Luckily, we've got people that we do know what happened to them. Pierre Gasly. Um, kind of an awful race for him, really. It was going so well. And then he just got a little bit offline onto the sort of dusty, marbly, slightly gritty, bitumen stuff. Uh, on the outside of turn 
four. Um, he comes back onto the track, uh, Warren, and completely takes out uh, Lando Norris. Now, we've talked about it a little before, but he was having a good race up until then, uh, was Pierre, and it's and it kind of, you know, it's it, obviously, it's, you know, it's made the race a lot more exciting, but, you know, how's he managed that? I didn't, did it not seem to you like he had an engine issue or something? Like, he just slowed down a lot. Like, I know he went wide, but it also seemed like he was, he's, he came on the radio and he said, I, I have a problem or something. And he just fired it up or something. I It seemed like he was having an issue. And then he just, all right, I'm going to drive again. And, and I let the other two guys by. And here comes Lando. He doesn't see him. And yeah, just, I, I was confused the whole situation of, of why it seemed like he almost came close to a stop and, and was, was there an issue there. And then he just clearly did not see Lando. And, that credit to him for being able to at least how many more laps did he finish to a lap or two on that? But I mean, I think there was something with his car before that was that was a problem. And he fixed it. Yeah, but he was talking right? on the radio, wasn't he? Didn't he they was- say that? Yeah, he yeah. I think I heard him say something about he's lost his steering on the radio, and he went okay. deep in that turn. And I think he was talking at the same time as as obviously. Yeah, troubleshooting and not pay- not necessarily paying attention to who was coming up on the inside of him. Uh, and, and they said they both, both Lando and uh, Pierre said that that kind of turn does kind of give you a little kick at the end um, that you're not, that you're kind of half expecting. Obviously, you know, once you've done several laps on it, but because of all those different things that the, the lack of concentration was there and maybe just didn't even check his mirrors to see that Lando was, was in that position. Um, and you know, as, as a not so secret McLaren fan, it's horrible to see that happen to Lando. Mm-hmm. But it did at least make the last few laps of the race interesting. Yeah, yeah. McLaren had a bit of a shit time today, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, um, up until that point, Lando Norris was actually having a fairly good race. I seem to remember. Yeah. Obviously, you know, that was sort of came in with the, you know, the, the less said about the off-track antics, the better. Uh, most because I don't want to talk about James Corden. Oh, don't um, you mentioned his name? I've done it. If I said, yeah, yeah, but if we say it anymore, if right, no one say it anymore because otherwise, <laughs> if we say it two more times, he'll appear. There was rumor he was going There was there was rumor that he was going to be the next Doctor Who. So at least that's being confirmed. He's not, but yes. Yes, of course. But up until that point, there was sort of a real sl- uh, swagger to uh, to Landon Norris coming into Miami. It looked like he was, very, you know, he's really enjoying himself, uh, Carl, and and it sort of sort of taken out his race a little bit. I think where did he start on the grid? Um, yeah, started eighth on the grid, which was mm. you know a good place to start, and didn't have too too many issues during the race, and and looked like he was uh, he was making making his way up front, and then uh, and obviously. He's had that happen, but up until that point, I think, would you sort of rate his performance? And he, I mean, he had quite good practices as well. FP two, he was third, was it? If I remember correctly, um, and um, yeah, no, I think Lando's a really good. Um, obviously, we're we're all closet McLaren fans in here. I think I know James is, and I know I am. I think Owen is slightly as well. I don't know what Warren's view of McLaren is, but. Um, you know, uh, Lando's one of the future. Still is. Um, he's he he's a solid pair of hands. He's wiping the floor of his teammate. Let's be honest. Um, and yeah, it, it's unfortunate, and I'm I do feel sorry for him, but it's an unfortunate thing that it had to happen to someone. I'm sorry it happened to Lando of all the people, but you know, 
that crash was inevitable or something was inevitable on that track. Um, he, I mean, he, that because now you do have Mercedes fighting for five and six now and third in the constructors, I think that is going to push McLaren down into the four, into six, seventh and eighths, fighting for fifth and six. Mm. Um, now, I, I think there is sort of a three-horse race, but I think Mercedes is going to pick up, which means that Lando is going to have a real battle now to be seen as being anything good than a than a mid midfield player. Um, he might get lucky, which he has done previously with the podiums. Mm. Um, but I think this race, he was he was steady, and it's unfortunate it was Lando. I'm scattered. Yeah, I, me too. Uh, were you expecting more flat? I was actually actually expecting a lot more safety cars. You know, going into this, I was yes. thinking, did you? Did you oh, oh yeah, what, everyone. What? I, do you know what? I think we all cursed it because we we're like, oh, there'd be hundreds of safety cars and yellows <laughs> and everything, and there'd be like three reds, and then there was nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you only had to watch the first W Series race, and there was what they had nine minutes of uh, actual racing uh, in a thirty-minute race. So, oh really? Is yeah. So. I only watched the first one. I haven't watched the second one yet, so that's on my list to watch. But, um, you know. but then the 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 thing that made me think maybe not was that Quali was very clean mm. as well. So I did think maybe this track is a safer track or an ease not easier track being the right, but a more cautious track that they're but on. Maybe there just isn't enough. Uh, there aren't enough overtaking yeah. spaces for them to to, to yeah, be put to into trouble, really. Um, so yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I do want to talk about a bit more, bit more about the track, but uh, j- just to you know, just to round everything out, um, we'll go with Joe Guanyu, who uh, was having a fairly decent weekend uh, up until obviously his engine went bang um, or something like that. It doesn't. Really, yeah, we, we don't. don't really do we know, know what happened to him? Not as far as I'm aware. Um, I don't really know. Should I Twitter it. <laughs> Twitter it. What happened? Yeah, I don't think there was there was nothing called during the race itself. It was just uh, Joe. We need you to come in and retire the car. That yeah, was, that was unfortunately the call that he got. Obviously disappointed. Uh, you know, I think he's a great talent, and I think he's going to give Gasly a run for his um, not Gasly uh, Bottas. I'd be a good support to Bottas this year. I'll go through the right team soon. Um, yeah, I think it'd be a good support to Bottas this year. Um, and I think he's he's a good rookie, you know. He will be whatever happens to be rookie of the year. But I think <laughs> had he had he been fighting against Mazepin and Mick last year, he still would have been rookie of the year. Well, I'm still going to put Piastri as rookie of the year because I've got hopes in him uh, getting, <laughs> getting that the Williams seat. I really think it will happen. Mid season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, really? I, I honestly that. think it, I honestly think it will happen. I just. I just can't see Williams. Yeah, obviously, well, uh, Wayne's looking for the uh, the the, the, the what yeah. is technical for? issue. Technical. According according to the team, it is just a technical issue. I assume there's more out there, uh, but I'm currently we're, we'll uh, go with technical issue. Yeah, yeah. Poor Joe. Poor Joe. Yeah, unfortunate um, for him. Um, now back to the sort of the, back to the circuit. Is there anything like what what? I'll go around, but what would you change about that circuit if just to make it a little bit more racy? Uh, I guess James, I, I'd give it more width in many places. Uh, I'd get rid of that absolutely god awful fake marina um, that just doesn't even make sense as a fake marina. Like 
It's a pool with boats in. There's, there's not, not a pool. pool. There's, there's not even a pool. There's a pool. It's a pool. It's a fake pool. It's not even filled with water. And the marina. You're a fan of the marina. Right. It's Miami. It's like it's the most Miami thing ever. Like, yeah, the, the, the thing about the, this race is that yes. like, in a bloody car park down in the back of uh, you know some random part of Miami that but they're, you really know. they're trying to get the they're, <laughs> they're trying to get the, the the flavor of Miami. Like this is this is what they want. Miami's a fake sit. Like it's fake. There's a lot of fake people that live there. So why not have a fake marina in there if it's perfect? It, it, like, Why not fill it with water? I'm just trying to. <laughs> what I don't understand is because I think it's go on water, not on pieces of fabric that look like water. This probably cost more than were... to fill the water. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't get it. I saw they were. I saw no. I I saw the the guy that the CEO or whoever was in charge of it said they. At first, they were worried that if there was like a leak or something that the water would like run out on the track or whatever, and they didn't want to have to worry about that. If, if they were worried the there was a leak, was going so to just spring a leak. <laughs> then don't put a bloody hey, fake marina. That's what he said. And he's safe. <laughs> I mean, there was enough swimming pools and mermaids in, so that blew my mind as well. It wasn't um, like a fever dream, and look, you know, the whole weekend. It, yeah. it, 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 there were just crazy things going on all over the place. I mean, let's be honest. The drive for the... Verstappen's uh, the, the drive to the podium. And then the, what really confused me is they did the drive, and then suddenly Leclerc and Sainz were there. I was like, oh, so there's a shortcut then. Yeah. Because <laughs> they've got around the... He's got around the building and under it for some reason, and somehow they're all in... The cool down room. I was like, this is. And then they came out onto the podium with Miami Dolphins helmets on, or which they instantly took off and lobbed off. Like, come on. You, I'm sorry, Warren, but America's very gimmicky, isn't it? Or Miami. Miami Yeah. Yeah. Miami's. As I said earlier, America, we're all about brands, brands, brands. We could sell anything. We We could, we can. Yeah, it's all about brands. But Miami, very, very gimmicky. When they came out with the Pirelli helmets, I fell off the chair. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> as just like, what a bit this is. Um, yeah, no, everything's gimmicky about the whole thing. Like, the fake Marine over everything's a gimmick. And and look, I think, I mean, I, I don't know. It's I think you're going to get, like, a lot of people, like, you just kind of, hey, that's it is what it is. You just got to accept it. Um, sorry, back to your question, Wayne. Sorry, we keep going, diverting. Uh, back to your question of the this track. Is great. I can't wait for this to be clipped into YouTube yeah. shorts. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> um, back to back to your your, your chat there. Uh, that that track. Um, get rid of the Baku section. You know, or whatever you want to nickname yeah. it. Oh yeah, the the wiggly wobbly chicane or whatever. You know. Um, I'm surprised they didn't name every corner after a brand. I've just suddenly thought, as the branding capital, why have we just got corners one, two, and three? Why we should be, they should have been named? This is an excellent point. Even so that would have been better. Corner. Yeah, they, like I mean, the whole of Silverstone's named. I'm surprised they didn't name every corner around Miami. Anyway, especially as there's so many bloody corners on it. Um, I think if you got rid of that section, that would help as well. Um, and obviously, from a branding and things they need to rethink about how they use the actual stadium rather than the catering yes. and and 
an old <laughs> tennis thing that they couldn't get rid of quick enough. Um, you they know, should have gone through. The, why didn't they go for, into the stadium? Why didn't they take the inspiration? Well, I think this is the idea. Yeah, I think you can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't. No, there, there was two things. Ted, Ted um, Kravitz said it's not wide enough. The doors aren't wide enough to go through the stadium. So you yeah. can't do you can't do in Mexico sort of through mm. that sort of thing. That's one. And the stadium they they're looking at next year doing the the um, the trophy ceremony the the podium in the stadium um, and doing the opening the opening ceremony in another gimmick um, <laughs> the opening ceremony. Um, in the um, stadium as well, and not just using it as a catering base, which was a bit weird. And it was a bit like, and I think the reason they had it was they had the Miami tennis there, and that's what's actually in the middle um, of it, and they couldn't take that down in time. Right. So, but use the stadium more and think about it more. I, I mean... Like I don't. The only way to the stadium, as you said, is, is um, for the trophy or for the for, for the mm. podium. Sorry. Like, there's no way those cars could drive through there. I've been in some like NFL stadiums and stadiums like that. The they get fit some buses in there like, where the teams come in or anything, but there's no way they could have an F1 car drive. drive I would. That's possible. Mm. It's a shame because. You know, you're 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 you've set this whole track around this big structure, and then yeah. you don't you don't utilize it at all, and it's almost like this. Well, we're on the aethers, and also the fact that the finish line and the podium were on separate sides, it was all a bit strange and just seems to be time wasting. Well, like, the, it took twenty five minutes to put the, the podium in front of the Dan Marino statue. Yeah, like just hey, yeah, that's, which, show which, off. that to me was. Just, which a lot of uh, that anyone in the rest of the world has no idea who this lad is and why there's a random statue, you know, unless you've watched Ace front. Ventura, yeah, yeah, unless you watch Ace Ventura. <laughs> and the he thing is, look, he's a great quarterback, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he's not the trophy. Look, he's a great quarterback, but he never won a Super Bowl. The Dolphins haven't won a Super Bowl since 1972. It's not like he's yeah. he's. What they say about Dan Marino, he's like the greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. That's not something you want to have hanging over your head. And they got a stat. Or in front of a, or in front of a map of the world media looking at a podium. Uh, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, going to steer it back to Formula One. Sorry. Yes. Can I ask you guys something? About the, what, do you, can, what do you think about the whole Americanization? Or is, is this too? Have you, you guys have probably talked about it. But what do you, what do you think about? How things are like. Obviously, this is a big show for America. What do you? What are your thoughts on this? Are you pleased with that? Are you again? What do you? What are your thoughts against it? I'm. I'm happy. I'm happy to. I'm happy to have some Americanization. I, you know, I'm, I'm all for. You know, spreading the kind of the, the the whole cheesiness that kind of it can bring. But what I don't like is the the the, the impact it's had on the things like the Drive to Survive. Um, obviously that these, but these are the things that that you know. It's brought think, a lot of people into the sport, so we can't really complain too much because it's, it's it's. I think crazy. it's a good thing, is. you know. I think every country has to claim its section and its style mm-hmm. and everything. My only thing is, it shouldn't affect the final product of the race. Yes, I'll deal with the gimmicks of 
the stupid marinas and things. But if the track is useless and we're not getting the racing, then it's pointless being there, you know, and that's the only thing. Do you think this track will last the 10 years? Because I I really cannot see this this track staying. This track's changing next year, surely. Yeah, I I think it's going to change next year. I think they're ready to make some changes. They've got to, because it wasn't it wasn't an exciting race without without the incident. I yeah. think the track changes are only the only the only issue. I think this is the maximum that we can sort of go to on the whole sort of gimmicky nature. I'm, I'm all for high production value. If anything, I'm you know I think I think there's a certain level of authenticity into it. But at the moment, it starts mm. to dilute the racing. Is the point where we go? Well, hold on. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I yeah I have no yeah I think you're right. I mean, absolutely. You know, as long as we get the racing there. Um, I think everyone will buy into the gimmicks and the Americanization of everything. But this isn't an IndyCar track. And I think you could actually throw an IndyCar... Actually, that is an IndyCar track is what they've just built. You know, it'd be quite a good IndyCar mm. because they're smaller. Um, and it would have been... Lighter. <laughs> yeah, and lighter. It would have been more of an interesting IndyCar track, that one. Um, and I think they n- need to expand but i don't know how much room they've got to try and do anything it does everything feels very tight in there um in yeah. certain sections yeah just needs a just needs a tweak and it might be a bit sort of uh mm-hmm. more towards what we what we want um i'm just going to move it back to yeah to, to to driver of the day just to round things out um who carl was your driver of the day um i mean to be honest, there's no one else but Verstappen in my mind. Um, I think it's, I, you know, I'm not a major Verstappen fan. Um, my son is, God, he's five. And that's the only racer he knows, like Max Verstappen. Um, driving the Red Bulls. Um, I'm trying to push him over to Lando. But um, yeah, no, I think he was. it was a solid drive. And he dealt with Leclerc very well and in a good manner and a very fair racing and was there and won it rightly I think he really was the driver of the day and I concur with Carl I, I can't see anyone else that, 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 you, that was performing to his level I mean Leclerc did have a few moments uh, where you know he did well but at the end of the day he, he did lose the position to Max Verstappen so it's very difficult to give it to anyone other than Max today. Uh, Warren, who's your driver of the day? Uh, well, I was going to give an honorable mention to Latifi just for finishing. It's <laughs> like a little second place position trophy. But, uh, but no, I think it's Max. I think it's Max. He, he as, as, as you said, he, he covered up every challenge pretty much. And even when things potentially could get a little spicy there at the end, he, he, uh, he, didn't make any mistakes. Mm. Yeah. Um, as much as I agree with you guys, just for the sake of variety, I'm going to go with Esteban Ocon because I think being able to go from last on the grid uh, to, to to eighth place for Alpine is uh, is pretty remarkable. Um, and, and and he's my drive through the day because of that. Um, <laughs> that's it. It's just for variety. I'm not sure how he got that, but you know. I don't he know. He did it. I mean, does the care? Does the team care how we got there? Like they they only care about those what four points? Yeah. <laughs> well, for variety, then I'm going to say Russell, just because you know he beat his teammate from a position that was further down the the grid. Yeah. Was a bit lucky, yeah. but you know 
has to put himself in the position of that look. Absolutely. Um, but don't worry, it's a team race for the Mercedes, and it's all about getting the team across. It's yeah. not about winning individually anymore. <laughs> At the moment, until until Hamilton actually gets a handle of that car. Then it's yeah. Like oh, then it'll go back to yeah. This car is undrivable, Russell. Oh, yeah, I'm getting fifth. Don't worry about my fours and things. We ran. Don't worry about the fact that I've got scored points in every single race I've been in, and I'm the only one to do that. You know, he's been, he's been, uh, he's the only one to be six, in every single race and win points, isn't he? Six or higher. Yeah. Every race. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Which, in a, um, and to complete in every race and get points as well. Yeah, same. Which in a Mercedes that is um, bad. Well, <laughs> is it then? Is it? Is it undrivable? Is it unreliable? Mm. Ham- hampered, hampered mm. is what I was saying. <laughs> um, hampered before, by Hamilton, yes. Just before we wrap up, obviously, thank you guys for uh, for coming on at what is uh, yeah twenty to one. 20 to 1 on a, on a Sunday night. Monday um, morning. Monday morning. So, I uh, know I, I haven't been to sleep yet. It's a Sunday night. Um, which, <laughs> yeah, just thank you guys for coming on at a god-awful hour. Obviously, I know we're in, it's different for you. But, uh, um, yeah, just, uh, Carl, where, where can we find you? Where can we find your stuff? Uh, we are Monkey Seat Podcast uh, at Monkey Seat Pod uh, as our sort of group one uh we can get you can find us on all the usual channels and everything and i am underscore skycloth my own personal twitter which i very rarely use but it is there um and yeah myself and tom will be doing a messy podcast in the next couple of days uh talking about this which will probably be more raucous well as raucous as sections of tonight was (laughs) Yeah, I think I've lowered, the, I've lowered the standard uh, <laughs> coming on today. James, I've lowered it as well, mate. Don't worry. I'm there with you. Poor Warren. Yeah, I'm sorry, Warren. It's, not, it's only a bit more structured than this, but it's... <laughs> what? It, I, I'm tired. No, that's fine. It's I, I, like, I, like, I like it. <laughs> and, and, and the only people who can have a go at me are asleep. Um, <laughs> so, Warren, where can, where, can we, where can we find your podcast? What do you guys do? No. Yeah, you got you. We're on Apple. We're on Apple, Spotify, all the main ones. It's called Paddock. But my cousin and I do it. She, uh, let me tell you, she was on yesterday for the qualifying. She likes sports, but I've never seen her get into a sport like she's got an F1. So we do it. And then we're on Twitter at Paddock Pals as well. Well, I think we're recording. It's only 640 here. I'm at my parents' house. It's Mother's Day in the States. So I got to have Mother's Day dinner here in a little bit. Um, I'm at my parents' house right now. So that will. We'll, We'll record and do a little Miami stuff, and I will talk, talk about the celebs and all the all the stuff that all the off track stuff. We'll, we we we've got that covered. We like that stuff. We'll talk about track, but off track. We're there, so pretty much just Paddock Pels on Twitter and wherever you get uh, podcasts. Awesome. And uh, James, where can we where can we find you? Well, I am James tiller from the everything f1 podcast you can find us on all podcast streaming networks on services or whatever it is you call them um everything f1 podcast quite simple to find we're also on loads of social medias we're on facebook uh, tiktok twitter youtube uh we're all over the place and you can find us also on our website www.everythingf1.com now we are the official midweek 
podcast. So we don't take anything away from you guys at Grid Talk because you're a fantastic for the weekend. Immediate res- responses and results from the race uh, and reviews. Whereas we want you to be coming over to us in the middle of the week uh, where we give you kind of um, a breakdown of what happened over the whole weekend. So we'd love to get all of your fans over to us because we know you've got some fantastic fans there as well. See you yeah. there. We'd absolutely love to send them. Thank you guys all for coming on. Um, j- just... Oh, and we've, we've got we've got Sabra Cook coming on this week. This week, sorry, Sabra Cook, the um, unfortunate not W Series racer this year, but she has previously been. Nice. That is excellent. Nice. Cool. Um, and if you want to know what I do, unfortunately, I haven't had the chance uh, this year. But I do. I do the lighter look at the weekend's antics. Not this weekend because it is disgustingly late, and it's meant and it's meant to go up on a nine a.m. on a Monday morning. But I look mm-hmm. at the meme reviews just to. You know, I started out last year as a way to sort of have a have a less toxic view of what was going on over the weekend. But uh, if you want to have a read of those, there's there's some for last weekend. Uh, not last not last weekend. Last year, uh, over on SportlightPro.com, and that's where you find those. Um, now, Grid Talk is available on YouTube, where most episodes are recorded live, like this one, as you can see, uh, as well as uh, Amazon Fire, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and uh, Apple Music, Verbal, Omni Studio, and Pocket Casts. Just search uh, Formula One Grid Talk for our back catalogue of shows with previews and reactions to qualifying and race results. Uh, please consider supporting the channel on Patreon so we can get mics, lights, and better recording equipment for our presenters. Uh, and you can get some your ha- some you can get your hands on some official Grid Talk merchandise at www.f1chronicle.com/store. Um, also, make sure you subscribe to make sure you're the first to know when each uh, new weekly episode is released. Uh, and we will be back pretty soon with plenty more F1 content. Um, Thank you very much for listening to this um, slightly messy, slightly off the rails uh, Grid Talk podcast. But fun. Um, Yeah, fun. fun. We we made it like the F uh, we made it like the Miami Grand Prix. Uh, started out great and uh, started started out nice and structured and then uh, got a completely mental towards the end. Um, thank you very much for listening uh, and goodbye. <laughs>